Monday Matinee, your weekly series of live plays, classic drama and comedy, and a variety of audio drama from the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Morning and welcome to the Sonic Society, episode 641, the world's largest showcase of modern audio theater. I'm your host, Jack Ward, with barely enough time to introduce my co-host, David Alt. Indeed, Jack, we are pressed for time, but for very good reason this week. Uh, we have some amazing world premiere previews of Edward Champion's season two of The Grey Area. Exactly, David. So without further ado, we have Living Creatures and the Demon Hunters, and they both begin right here on the Sonic Society. Just a minute, Chuck! More coffee? Yes, please. Not for you, sweetheart, but you can top it off. No problem. More coffee, Dennis? Sure, sweetheart. Let her buck. More coffee? Please. Hey, Audrey, you gonna take this Keep your wildcatters cap on, Chuck, in a minute! What? Hello there. You've been here for ten minutes. We'll be here for at least ten more. Can I get you two something? Can I ask you a question? Come on, Donna. Don't get so close to the rubes. Rubes. Goddamn green. Dennis, I ain't so sure they're from Colorado. I'll be right back. There sure ain't no rabbit chokers. Did you get a look at their plates? Um, we're sitting right here. Rubes. Mommy, I'm hungry. It's going to be okay, honey. And here you are, little lady. Two dancing chicken specials for you and your mother. What do you say, sweetheart? Thank you. Dancing chicken special. <laughs> Rubes, all of them. <laughs> well, this Rube is happy to share. Ain't you two gonna order something? We've got plenty of dinner options. It's the middle of the day. Exactly. Hey, buddy, are you calling the Sunbeam Queen a rube? Goddamn queen. Sunbeam Queen? I'm sure this beautiful lady has a name. Relax, Dennis. Yes. Relax, Dennis. What was your question, hun? How do you live with yourself? I'm sorry? She's implying, uh, quite rudely, I might add, that um, you're not making much of your life. I figured. How do you live with yourself? Have you taken a look at your menu? I've memorized it. Always had an aptitude for names and faces. Play your cards right, and you'll win a toaster strudel at the next concentration competition. Whoa, you better watch it. Hey, trouble out there, Dennis! I've got it, Chuck. I've got it. Hey, I've got it. You just sit there, Dennis, and mind your own beeswax. Donna, ease off. Listen to their pitch, and then we'll deliver ours. <laughs> oh, I'd very much like to see what happens when you whip out your gadoidle in a family restaurant, brother. You may just get your wish. Well, here at the Dancing Chicken Diner, aside from the Dancing Chicken Special, of course, we have fried chicken, chicken and waffles, chicken soup, darn near any kind of chicken that will get your belly dancing. Hence, the name. And so I ask again, for the third time, how do you live with yourself? Wild stab in the dark. You folks ain't from around here, are you? Well, I would never call a lady a sunbeam queen. Infer what you will. You've disrespected the lady. Who still hasn't answered my question. <laughs> if you don't like the place, leave. We have as much right to be here as you local savages. Local savages? Oh, no. 
asking why if I weren't a gentleman. Now, now, can't you boys let a girl handle herself for once? The name's Audrey, right? <laughs> the cocky fellow here can read a name tag. Yes, he can read. Can you? Come on, guys. I got tables to take care of. I graduated from UW, mister. And I ain't retarded neither. Besides, you can't take the country out of the country, boy. And I'm damn proud of where I came from. I could kick your ass seven counties out of South Dakota. I used to box. Defensive style. Once appeared at the field house up in Madison. Drove the full 16 hours and then won the match. So, <laughs> you better watch yourself. Oh? You ain't from around here. <laughs> However, did you detect my southern charm? Roger, maybe we should get on with it. Get on with what? If there's any trouble... Oh, I'd love to see what you'll do. Now, fellas, please! We're just having a friendly conversation. Come on! You got any more questions for me, hon? Well, Audrey, have you ever lived anywhere else? Why no? Born and raised in Riverton, Wyoming. You're right. Neanderthals. Been working here for five years. Ain't that the truth, beautiful? Beautiful. Aren't you objectifying the dear lady that you're defending? Don't bother me. Just seems a bit of an irony. Roger! We humans are never entirely cognizant of our ironies and inconsistencies. Wouldn't you agree, Audrey? We got good people here in Fremont County. Oh yes, Dennis here is a real peach. Why do they call it Riverton? On account of the rivers that meet here. We've got the big wind, the little wind... Big, little... I'm guessing the porridge was just right. Roger! Donna! Stop! Later. I've got my eye on you, Roger. Oh, how exciting. When will you get down on your knee and pop the question? Look, this is a family restaurant. Let's not have any trouble. You sure you two don't want anything to eat? <laughs> City slickers who yap their flaps and can't even order a meal. Now who's the one making assumptions? Buddy, I got my own rig. I pull 18-hour shifts on the road so you can have your crap from Ikea tomorrow. Particle board, not even real wood. I bet you don't even know how to hunt and fish, much less sing along to the Cashy sisters. We're not from the city. Now, Dennis. Yes, Dennis. Roger. Roger. Yeah, that's my name. Should be easy for you to remember. Pretty close to the dog rule you bark on the CB. We're not from the city. Give us a few minutes. We can put all that hot and bother from before aside. You folks look like good people. We're missionaries. Oh, you're doing the Lord's work? Something like that. We're still looking at the menu. Studying it very meticulously. Uh, thank you, nevertheless, for your uh, laundry list. Okay, well, I'll check in on you good folks in a few minutes. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Haven't you got a meal to finish? I was waiting on dessert. Wyoming, a Republican stronghold. Can you knock it off? We still haven't hit the place and you're already causing a scene. Oh, like you were doing any better. I can't help it, the way these bumpkins pick at their meals. I don't like it any more than you do. But it's not their fault. They're good people by their own admission. Good people who voted for a Republican in every presidential race since 1964. Except the last one. Not even these people could stomach Trump as president. Yeah, I can barely stand President Hillary. Look. Are we going to do this or not? Just one more secret ingredient before the big speech. Say, Dennis, what did you really want to do in life? You've been nothing but rude, mister. I'd advise you to stand down before I knock your teeth in the next week. Humor me. I'm attempting a, a little common courtesy. Mm, uh. 
I used to be an illustrator. Huh. I'd love to see your doodles. Courtesy. Right. These weren't just doodles. They say that the mark you make on a piece of paper is the mark you make in life. What do you do? I'm a general. A general manager? A military general, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, buddy. You look like you couldn't even bench press 50 pounds. <laughs> I have other means of getting my point across. Dennis, thank you. You've been a great warm-up act. Everybody, may I have your attention? What the? There will be no further disruption. The general is about to speak. Then stay quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, put down your forks and knives and stop carving into the precious animals you dishonor with your appetites. Are you serious? He's very fucking serious. And I am too. You saw me shoot at the kitchen. And if you try anything, I won't hesitate to plug you through the head, Dennis. If it's my wallet, you want. We don't want your wallets. We don't need your cash. Do we look like thieves? I know many of our locals love their guns, but only cowards pack heat. Watch it! We do demand your attention, and we aren't afraid. Donna, do you have the door covered? Yes! And anyone who walks out gets shot! <laughs> right. Like you'll actually shoot that thing at one of us. Won't we? Do we have your attention now? We hope that we can change your lives. Nothing says changing your life more than a lecture delivered at gunpoint. Quiet! You've been a pest, but I really don't want to shoot you. This won't take long. Hmm. Missionaries. Are the doors covered? Yes. Good. Feel free to take out your phones and film this. We've never been caught, and we never will be. You can use the hashtag PLA if you want to spice up your Twitter feed. I am Roger Romero, General of the Poultry Liberation Army. You may have heard of us. I've never heard of you. Oh, come on, you must. Maybe you're using the wrong hashtag. I don't think so. <laughs> on the top of everything else, you folks think you're rolling in here from Spabo. Spabo? Uh, we're big on Twitter. Really, we are. And Tumblr. Oh, and Instagram. I'm on all those, Roger. Never once heard of the Poultry Liberation Army. That's General Romero to you, sir. Not Roger. So much for Southern hospitality. Undoubtedly, some of you have been enjoying your fried chicken. Do you know what goes into your meal? Hmm? Any of you? No, come on, Mr. Romero. This ain't really fair. <laughs> and is what you're doing right now fair to the chickens? Piercing your knives and forks into a living creature? Did you know that a chicken communicates with more than 24 vocalizations? I'm guessing you didn't. Even before a baby chick hatches, she is communicating to her mother. You will sometimes hear a stress peep from an egg. A baby chick telling her mother that she is Holy cold. Shit, are you and by the time this? a chicken hatches, she is intimately familiar with her mother's voice. Think about that the next time you're making an omelette. This video's gonna blow up on YouTube, man. Mommy. Look, do you mind? You're disturbing my daughter. And she should be disturbed. You should consider your moral compass, Roger. Do you think shocking kids with your horror show is the right way to go about this? The first lesson in education is being unsettled. Rejecting trigger warnings, which is the new dog-ain't-my-homework. Mr. Romero, this is a family restaurant. Oh, but I'm just getting started. 8.7 billion chickens are murdered every year in America. 40 billion of them are slaughtered each year before they are six weeks old all around the world. Let that sink in. Mommy, I don't want the chickens to die. It's going to be okay, honey. Chickens remember people. 
They can remember a place months after they've been there. There are factory chicken farms. Baby chicks. The same baby chicks who can hear their mothers before they're hatched are placed on a conveyor belt. Workers who aren't paid more than $12 an hour, and one can only imagine how desperate someone would have to be to work a job like this, sort through the chicks. The stronger chicks are allowed to live, but if you're one of the weaker ones, your head is torn off and tossed into a trash bag. The chicks, of course, have no say in this, even though they know the pecking order from an early age. <laughs> Some of the headless chicks aren't even dead. Their bodies are often still twitching. Now, come on, Roger. I'm not going to stop eating chicken. Quiet! You won't listen to the general! Or what? You'll shoot me? Maybe you might want to show the good folks here the same respect you show your chickens. Mommy, I don't want to eat eggs ever again. You see? We're getting through to someone. The demagogue scores a slam dunk. Quiet! And the chicks who make it past this ghastly picking process are the lucky ones. The conveyor belt leads to a circular belt, a rotating hole for sorting. Their live vaccinated bodies are thrown into the hole, and the chicks are packed into crates so tight that none of them can move. Then the chicks are packed into big bins. Because none of you can wait to have your chicken dinner. Or your eggs for breakfast. Oh no, you need it now. Which makes you, Dennis, more culpable and despicable than the city slickers you deliver your IKEA furniture to. Now wait a minute. I hope you folks plan on paying for that. You see, Roger? We Wyomies ain't afraid of you, so you'd best pay for the glass and move on. You're a murderer, Dennis. All of you are murderers. Out of sight, out of mind. None of you can control your appetites. The planet screams for us to adopt a vegetarian diet, but some of you lack discipline. Because you are all hungry, and you are all savage, and you choose to be human animals. You're cavalier and unthinking slicing of meat from the bone. If you're so civilized, why are you firing off a gun into random windows? Seems to me that avoiding meat has made you more sad. Ow. Now that you feel my twitchy steel against your forehead, I hope you know I'm serious. Any more cracks from you, and I'll do more damage. The general is speaking, and he must be respected. The chicks are sent to industrial farms where they are injected with growth hormones. Why? Because these baby chicks need to be full-size chickens in 40 days. 40 days. If you're pregnant, your fetus is the size of a lentil bean in 40 days. If you look at an ultra scan around that time, your baby has only just budded arms and legs. But the chicken? No time even for natural gestation. Mommy, I don't want the chickens to die. What do you want from us? To stop eating chickens. To join us in our quest to free humanity from their evil animal-eating ways. To liberate yourself from the slaughterhouse mentality. Who called the cops? You haven't been very subtle. We're a tight-knit community, Mr. Romero. We look after each other. Mommy! If you think terrorizing us is going to get us to change the way we eat... Let's get out of here. Oh no, asshole, you're going down. Don't move! Dennis, be careful! Dennis! Oh my god!
Come. Come on, Roger. Dennis! You are surrounded. Dennis, be careful! I ain't no roof. Audrey, grab the gun. Drop your firearms and surrender. Would you two put down your camera? No way, man. This is bigger than Logan Paul. You are surrounded. Oh, my tooth! I knocked out Jesse Feliciano in three rounds. <laughs> that bot made a few papers, and I could take you out even quicker. Drop you ain't got balance. Some general you are. Don't move! Get off the general! <laughs> or what? Drop you your fire me? Come on, Roger! Surrender. Let's get out of here! What the hell is that? Mommy, it's beautiful. Stay here, sweetheart. This is the police. <laughs> Lady! Get that woman Nobody away moved. from me! I know my rights! Lady! Roger! Did you upload it? You won't stop the poultry liberation army! Upload it, hashtag! Roger! Dude! The hits are going to pour right Roger in! Roger Romero is a great man! And we shall overcome! And I... I... Where is Roger? Is everybody here alright? Just fine, Chief. Sometimes the universe has a way of correcting itself. But it made a big mistake taking Audrey. I'm gonna make sure she comes back. You've been listening to Living Creatures, Episode 7 of The Gray Area. It was written and directed by Edward Champion. David Alt appeared as Romero. Nicole Papadopoulos appeared as Donna. Amanda Rios appeared as Audrey. Edward Rossini appeared as Dennis. Sam Mercer appeared as the Hipster Diners. Lauren LeCocq appeared as the mother. Debbie DiMattia appeared as the daughter. Jessica Boudreau and Noah Martin appeared as the police. Edward Champion appeared as Chuck. Morgan Corcoran, Roderick James, and Emilio Lizardo were the background voices. The associate producers for this show were Morgan Corcoran and John Osborne. Sound design, editing, engineering, and mastering by a bald man in Brooklyn who sometimes writes haiku about ducks on Thursdays. Special thanks to Sasha Arnold, Kaz Benjamin, Christopher Bird, Emily Carding, Rebecca Carter, Christian Caminiti, Ron Charles, Kate Christensen, Morgan Corcoran, Adrian Davich, Samuel Delaney, Claudia Berenice Garza, Pam Getchell, Stephen Gillis, Jen Halpert, Daniel Handler, Gabby Jimenez, Argeria Cahayas, Eric Kraft, Pete Lutz, Casey Meyer, Russ Marshall, and Sheila McClear, Tanya Malayevich, Ayo Anatati, Tom Parsons, Amy Pavey, Mark Elliott Stein, Katie Stricker, Scarlett Thomas, Georgia Thompson, Tim Torre, James Wagner, Jack Ward, Dan Wicked, and anybody else I may have missed for their invaluable help, kindness, and feedback. We'd like to thank the Sonic Society for having us on its program. We've been a fan for years, and if you like what you have heard, you can go to grayareapod.com. That's G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A-P-O-D.com. We'll have 19 episodes running throughout the course of the year, and it's a very exciting second season. But until next time, wherever you are in the universe, be good to yourself and kind to others. Thank you so much for listening.
For horses. Do not argue with authority. My kingdom for a horse. What? Nothing you'd know. Shakespeare is as extinct as the world's livestock. Need I remind you that citizens are not allowed to bring up names or words or concepts unapproved by the Telestian Empire? You impetuous outlier scum. You will remain seated and silent until your number is called. Seated and silent? See, that's the kind of attitude I'd expect from somebody who lived a childhood without a pony ride. You will wait here until you are summoned. Outlier scum. What a fine way to charm a couch potato into signing up for a triathlon. You know, you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Ow, what the fuck? You're gonna have to zap me a lot harder to shut me up. You know the rules. Do not use words or concepts that have not been approved. What was the unapproved word? Honey! Oh no. I said it. And you'd better lazy yourself. What's so offensive about honey? It involves the bees! And the bees? They're gone! Yeah, 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 I know. But don't we have a duty to remember history? Those are orders from the Telestian Empire. I don't make the rules. You know, if you didn't need me to serve your despotic masters, you would have sent me to the agony camps by now. Agony? It's not as bad as it sounds. Agony is a subjective phenomena that brings us all together. Strength, stamina, character. And remember, courtesy is the way to building a better tomorrow. Please refrain from the use of foul language as we prepare you for your moral transformation. You heard the lady. Lady? Even with the targeted AI, it's just a machine. It's our heritage! A heritage that doesn't involve bees! Just like the day when the last horse on Earth finally kicked the bucket and all the leftover horse meat was a hot commodity on the black market. Oh, should I mention that? Is that approved? Quiet! And we replaced all the king's horses with all the king's machines. Stop talking like this! It's treason! People starved and died! Especially the ones who couldn't chew down the synthesized seaweed. Can't say I blame them. Look at people in menu like that. They start fasting by instinct. Don't forget that we found you. We can find anybody. Maybe I let you find me. You know I never asked to be here. Neither did I. But we no longer have any choice. Ah, building a better tomorrow, even though the planet could go kablooey next week. We still have time. Behave yourself and I'll see if they can call your number faster. Why are you being so nice to me, big boy? Why aren't you blowing your dog whistle? Not getting a share at the pleasure warrants? I'd hate to be stuck in this building when the world's ticker finally goes out. You're not unattractive. I could do you many favors. <laughs> First you lay down the invective. Then you can't enforce your own rules when you're a transgressor. Now the wet nurse stops you act. Lucky for you, there's another failed student. Do not argue with failed student. We used to call that suicide. Quiet! That's a forbidden word! Before the epidemic. Back when we still gave a damn. Hey, you're just gonna leave me here? The Irish goodbye? That's not very communal. You'd better not argue with him. What? I said you better not argue with him. I was watching the whole thing. He's being nice to you now, but I've seen what he does to others. Who are you? I argued with him at first. 
Argument as a rich historical tradition. Maybe you argued with them because you knew deep down that this re-education business was a crock of human compost. I argued with them and they added more waiting time. So much for honoring our heritage. Waiting? No, arguing and remembering. We do plenty of waiting around these days. Come on, keep up with me. There's nothing to keep up with. I try not to remember the time before. We all have to keep dancing. You dance? Isn't that forbidden? I'll confess that my foxtrot corner step isn't what it used to be, but I did both. Always scored 185, bare minimum. These days my hands are good for other things. <laughs> Ooh, the pleasure warrens. No, pervert. Something else. Such as confiscating your shit when you're busy hammering. Hey, how'd you get that? Point here is that I grabbed it before you asked that question. That's my deal. What's yours? Please, give it back. Were you a mall elf or something? You know, they cancel Christmas around the time when paying attention to the seasons made as much sense as writing notes by hand. I was a bellhop. A bellhop? A good bellhop. It was the only job I could land. One of those upscale joints visited by the richest 0.00001%? <laughs> Not enough zeros there. Geneva, the Hotel President Wilson. World War One, Switzerland, neutrality. How smart. The most expensive place to stay in the world. And they grabbed you. Yes, they get everyone eventually. What? You sneaked to this then? I had a few sidelines. I had a few skills. Here you go. Thanks. You seem a little jittery. Uh, it will be over soon enough. Aha, uh -huh. so you're a defeatist. Look, we're probably going to be here for some time, and they didn't even leave us a deck of cards. My name's Ramirez, and you are? Harris. Though my original name was truer to my background. Wait, how'd you get to keep Ramirez? It wasn't easy after multicultural repeal. But I bribed one of the renaming officers with a bottle of 15-year-old scotch, which was more like 40 years given how long it was collecting dust in the flooded regions. They looked the other way. They let me keep my name. Was your name really worth that much? Why didn't you just drink the scotch? Sent the halls the pits! You never know when you'll need a bottle to barter. It's either give this guy the scotch or test out a skull in an old can opener I found in an ocean scavenge. And I just wasn't feeling very homicidal that day. Maybe I was lazy. I wasn't going to let those bastards take my family name. Unless they marry you off under the Telestian repopulation edict. There's little you can do about that. Many men have tried, but I won't let them. The Imperial matchmaking elite usually scampers away once I show them the bag of dicks keeping me company back in the compound. Are you always this violent? <laughs> hey, if these dudes want to become eunuchs, that's their problem. Look on the bright side. The world could use better songs. Trust me. I'm the sweetest knife you'll find in the kitchen drawer. Are you some kind of relapse adventurer? I not many of those left. <laughs> Pragmatism, my friend. We've left so many abandoned resources in the areas marked off limits. I just have the moxie to hop the fence with a rad detector. How long have they kept you waiting? Twelve hours, perhaps? I don't know. They manacled you. You must be a thought criminal. Now you know why I keep the bell. It's the pleasant sound that drowns out the weight of these chains. No, I'm not really a thought criminal. Just someone who proved impregnable against the conditioning. Mm, me too. I don't like it when men try to get inside my head. I guessed. Bag of dicks and all. I have a bigger bag of tricks, but I guess they were fated to find me. A depleting food supply, a floundering global economy. There are bigger problems. I just don't understand why they'd want us. Be grateful that you could still move freely. Oh, I'm not moving freely right now. They got me. That's why we're talking. Well, then be grateful that you still have your name. 
I'm sure they'll change that, now that you're here. Maybe I'm not chained because I decided I wouldn't be. We don't have a lot of choice anymore. Did we before? We have to be grateful. And there's still the spirit that walks in the mind which they can't take away. One way or another, it'll all be over soon. I mean, they haven't even given me a bathroom break. I've pissed my pants three times. Maybe they'll give me a new pair of long johns. We've got nanotextiles down to a science, but we can't save the goddamn planet. It's a pretty shitty way to run a business, which is all about the repeat customers. <laughs> You're a smuggler, then. That explains the pickpocket act. Smugglers are the only competent business types we have left. I have smuggled. I will neither confirm nor deny. I survive and do what I have to, just like everyone else. There's nothing we can do about the crisis. Well, we can live. There's always gratitude. Gratitude? With Kevin and his cronies running concentration camps? Millions working themselves into an early grave. Fucking animals. So you're not so detached about the situation. Uh, uh, only because it eats into my trade. You can't barter contraband broccoli for a stroke mag if your client base of lonely men is sent away to work below the city until their dicks fall off. Uh, you can't talk like that. They'll charge you with thought crimes. Why aren't you controlling your words? Because the planet's dying. There isn't much of a future. Well, who gives a shit? But you do care. Deep down, you do care. Come on. You don't want to piss yourself waiting, do you? That'll never happen to me. Wait a sec. Did they pat us down? How do you think I sneaked the bell in? They're cocky. They still believe security theater will frighten the last ones left. They believe they know the situation. Might makes right. Falling asleep at the scans... Who knows how many intakes? But let me jiggle around. Just wait a minute, will you? I've got it. Yep, the goons didn't confiscate my nano. Let me stitch you some new threads on the house. Oh, how noble of you. Nano threads are free. Thought you were all about the gratitude, Harris. Here's a new pair of pants, big boy. Thanks. But I still don't know how I'll put these on. What with the manacles and all. I'm working on that. Just keep this all in the QT. Applicant 631-983-991-2903-3803-4561. All prime numbers. Shh, quiet. They may call us. You're looking forward to it? Not really, but... 521? That's me! Please report to hey! We'll help I'm working on that. 61. That's me. Looks like we're cellmates. Classmates. God darn it. Darn it. Seems fucking anticlimactic. Say, guard, a little help here? What do you want? Well, my new friend here needs to get to Educational Facility 72B. I'm on my way there myself, and you've locked him up. And if I could use the restroom? Yeah, he could really use the job. Huh? Maybe even a long John? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Harris, you're lucky that the Telestian Empire is even letting a traitorous scumbag like you stay here. You're big on scum. What's the matter? You maxed out on your shower rations? No range or repertoire within your invective? Quiet, or I'll- You'll what, kill me? How did someone like you get here? Well, my father was a wastrel, my mother was a whore, and they were both gunned down by thugs like you during the Purity Wars. But if you're talking about how I got to this facility, who knows? 
Maybe someone like my sparkling personality. Can you just let me loose? I'm only doing this because the Empire is counting on you. Recruiting people like you. That's how desperate it's become. <laughs> a spy memorial to Imperialism isn't even going to be here in a few months. The planet's going to die. Ah, there's a restroom 400 meters to your right. Be quick. And don't be late. Death penalty if you're tardy. CPT. What? Criminal people time. The Telestian Empire welcomes you to a promising new you okay? A new long johns fit like a charm. I had to guesstimate your measurements. By eye? Man, you must be a smarty pants. Or maybe I just know how to size up a man. <sighs> My bladder hasn't felt this much relief since I woke up with a hangover four years ago, before they outlawed stress and brought in the synthahol. When you were still allowed to go on a bender as the world descended into madness. The halcyon days before prohibition and privatization. We need to find 72B before the guards decide to throw an execution fiesta. Do you think the guards bust open pinatas after an execution? I don't plan to find out. Halcyon. Now that's some real lingo for us, my- Whoa, you were a reader, weren't you? Books? Why, I- Okay, just between you and me, I still have a stash of printed material. You ever heard of Ulysses? The Great Gatsby? The Making of Americans. Come on, Kindred? Dahlgren. The End of Mr. Y. The Epicure's Lament, Perdido Street Station, Super Sad True Love Story, The Maltese Falcon, Lemony Snicket, Infinite Jest. Any of those? And then there was this incredible writer from the early 21st century, Old Calendar, of course, named Virginia Gaskell. Very hard to track her down. I know some of those titles, but I... Wait, you actually have physical copies? Shh, not so loud. Yes, I do. They confiscated most of my pleasures, but they'll never find my stash. Found an old bookstore that wasn't bombed in the Fourth Purity War, and, well, it kept me busy. This must be it. Assuming the sign dots add up, this is Facility 72B. Why can't they just put the number on the door like they used to? They can't trust people to use instinct, even when instinct might be the very quality that saves us. They want us to obey. <laughs> kills them to know that we still have free will. There isn't time for philosophy, not when they can gun us down if we're a few seconds late. Just shut up and push the button. Hey, Innocence Ockleitner rescued the Mesosilus Burgesses from obscurity. Of all the borough compositions, it was the largest. You should know that. The only true social revolution is a violent one. This was the Mark's Engels line. Where's my violin? I kept my knife on the I always sharpen the blade. I can draw it at a pinch. Forward grip, reverse grip, you name it. Peaceful protest never worked. We gathered, we gathered. But the authoritarians won every time. Democracy was a pie in the sky. And then there was Shostakovich withdrawing the fourth symphony. Not that any of you would know who that is. Lots of muttering vegetables waiting to be planted. You're all right, Harris. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? They had too many ideas. Wait, Harris? I didn't know you had it in you. Especially with that long john crack. They never changed my mind. Or yours. I'm liking you more and more. Let's make some trouble. Silence! Silencio! What? That's Italian. Not that any of you would know who that is. I'll let your crude quips slide for now. But if there are any further disruptions from anyone, 
Please know that I will not hesitate to kill any of you under Section 724 of the Telestian Re-Education Code. Hey, I thought this was a place of learning. It is. But we must prepare you. This is a crock of shit! Excuse me? Our planet is dying and all you care about is nationalistic bullshit? No foul language! Discipline must be maintained at all times. Citizen Kim Harris in tip number 521. That's my name, don't wear it out. You are lucky you still have it. You have a long history of dissident behavior. Oh! As does everyone in this room. Category fives, all of you. Just call us the Hurricanes. They're so common nowadays. You are members of the population who are not of top-tier lineage without the appropriate funds to attend an academy. You kept raising the tuition. Ow! There must be discipline. I could kill you for less. Then why don't you? You're lucky that I don't report you to the Royal Cavillian Guards. But you won't. You would have killed us long before. You need us. You are Category 5s. Unwilling to take on the necessary debt for education. Recalcitrant. Regrettably independent-minded. But too intelligent to be assigned for hard labor. Which, I feel compelled to remind you, is what the majority of Category 5s gets assigned to. This planet's going to be gone in six months. We can barely sustain the food supply for the planet. Even for the slaves, who need more calorie intake than smug aristocratic fucks like you. Slaves! Why, these aren't slaves. These are dutiful citizens. If we're so dutiful, why do you keep hurting us? And you. If we're going to have a candid intellectual conversation, must I trot out the countless historical examples of ostensibly liberal-minded rebels paying... What is the old 20th century term? Lip service? Your resistance has been crushed. The Empire is what's left. Cooperate, and we might get along. <laughs> <laughs> Try throwing us in the correction <laughs> Just so you know, I have been given more of a buffer with you troublemakers. For reasons that I shall soon explain. Not unlike the guard outside. Why is everybody growing soft? What kind of deal do they offer you? Come on! Hit me with the laser again, you twisted freak! I pissed my pants! You can't debase me any further! No, that won't be necessary. This is a very different type of classroom. Believe me, nothing would give me greater pleasure than to throw you both in the correction booth. Even though you can't correct us, I survived five hours in there. You couldn't break me. That's a long time. Wait! You see this pedagogical prod? If this were a regular classroom, I'd crank the setting up to nine just to watch you suffer. <clears throat> But the situation has become so desperate that we're recruiting malformed malcontents who think outside the box. Really? What more can be done? We don't have enough fresh water. Most of the cities have been pushed underground. Even the Empire's fleet can't find additional resources on other planets. Traitor! Here we are, surrounded by yes. Traitor! Five hours, Ramirez! That's nothing! Why, I was in the correction booth for two days! 
Two days? Damn, Harris, we're tougher than you look. Humans are tough. These two are still traitors. 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 Silence. Do you not realize what a privilege it is for you to be here? You're not going to be executed unless you fail to cooperate. I'm presenting you now with a choice. You can either die right now, or you can become demon hunters. Demon hunters? And what demons would these be? The ones causing you to zap random Category 5s because you don't like what they have to say? I'm going to be straight with you. Half of you aren't going to make it. You'll be trapped in other worlds. Better than this one. And don't think you'll be able to escape. It's not so simple. Oh, it never is with the Empire. Oh, but that's not our doing. It's the portals. 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 That open into other times and other universes. We can't control when they open, but we have discovered when they open. This is your great salvation? Assuming that you're not just selling us another Telestian life. This is a classified educational environment. I hope you'll remember that. And I have no reason to prevaricate. These portals allow certain individuals to travel into other universes. So why not evacuate humanity from this planet and find a new place to settle? Our planet is dying. Because some force we don't understand won't let us do that. Don't. There's no way we're going to beat the gravitational constant. You can't tell these nimrods about escape velocity. I've thrown them 16 times, but they insist on a very big ship. Jesus. Not several little ones. You know that optimism is on the face. Fucking kevils. Funny how they're against mass transit here on Earth, but when it comes to mass transportation to the stars, they're all for Even when they keep their heads in the sand about mass. This was recorded in privatization year two. Our scientists were working on developing an arc. An arc that would transport one billion people off this planet. What about the other 19 billion? Uh, One billion was the best we could do. We were facing certain scientific limitations. I'll bet. I'm sure the scientists were there of their own free will. Ah, that's when our scientists learned about the portals. getting the same readings that I am. Yes. But where does it go? Not long after the purity crisis, the portal started opening up with greater frequency. That's when our scientists discovered how to detect when a portal opens. Did anybody make it through? Just watch. Okay. Now or never. Anything's better than this place. All at once? Sure. Why not? No! Don't go in there! Don't go in there! They're ripping her apart! My eyes! My eyes! Needless to say, our scientists did not complete their experiment. What the hell was that? We're still not sure. This was the last video that our surveillance cameras were able to detect. So you sacrificed our finest minds, and now it's down to the top-tier grunts who are left. Wonderful. I guess this is why they made you an instructor rather than a human resources manager. So you want us to be your guinea pigs? Oh, there wasn't as much bloodshed as you think in take number 521. Hey, can't you just call me Harris? Some of our operatives were able to make it through, although they were not the same when they came back. Stay 
back to you. Henry? Henry? hell was that? That was a demon. Henry was not a demon when he went through the portal, but we were forced to uh, pacify him. Put him out of his misery. Ah, we were able to reconstruct audio of Henry's journey. These sounds came from an interdimensional realm between the universes. A realm that our scientists have referred to as the Grey Area. Makes sense. There isn't a lot of room for ambiguity these days. Henry was the only one of our operatives who returned back through the portal. And he came back as a demon. All of the video that Henry's body recorded was little more than a grey splotch. But... This particular shade of gray had an 18% reflectance on the visible spectrum. And if you know anything about photography... The 80% gray cards once used for white balance. Yes, yes, very good. A neutral color that sustains its luminescence in any condition. While we could not see what actually happened in the gray area, we were able to see this. So why do you need us? And why us? Because if you're strong enough to withstand our conditioning... There's a good chance you'll be able to survive whatever forces turned Henry into a demon. And why should we go and get turned into a talking bowl of guacamole? Uh, won't we change as well? You might. But we think you have the right stuff. And the future of the Telestian Empire is very much on the line. Yes, the six months we have left. Um, more like three weeks. Three weeks? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why haven't you told this to anyone? We don't wish to cause panic. But there's little time, please. Our archivists played what we had recorded of the demons and fed it through the historical matrix. They were able to identify 32 demons. At least those are the ones that we can identify within our timeline. The demons started appearing in 1914 old calendar, roughly around the time humanity became capable of recording audio. There was a war. The Great War. One fairly insignificant by later standards. Yes. But it still changed the world, and the nature of humankind, at least as we then understood it. Some trouble in the Balkans. Oh, I see you know your history. It began with the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Shortly after that, on the battlefield of the Somme, in a place in a region of the world previously known as France, we believe this was when the portals appeared. This was the first time that anybody reported sightings of the demons. You're joking! You said that the portals open up in other times and other universes. What makes you think that we can get these portals sticking with our timeline? There is no way to control the timing of these portals. The portals started appearing more prominently circa 2001 Old Calendar, a time when humanity was beginning to conduct mass surveillance upon itself often willingly confessing details through quaint mediums known as social media. You mean people just told the world everything about themselves? <laughs> oh, Harris, you are obviously not a student of media history. But yes, that is precisely what happened. It was a very strange time. 
people would photograph their lunches and other people would get quite excited about it. <laughs> Admittedly, this was in a historical period in which food options were more wide-ranging than they are now. Before pre-greenhouse rations and the food shortage. There were such delicacies as avocado toast and red velvet cake. Uh, what's an avocado? Oh, a now-extinct green fruit that came from a self-pollinating tree. Something highly ubiquitous. Until human greed and the lack of foresight led to the avocado's extinction. Oh, there was also a beverage called coffee. Coffee? There has been vast literature on the subject. Coffee is a quite delightful beverage. Also extinct. A bean that was ravaged during the great floods of the late 20th century. I mention all this not just to entice you, but to prepare you for the unexpected nourishment you may find yourself becoming addicted to during your travels. The more important mission, however, is to destroy the demons. You want us to be professional assassins? Hunting will come easy to you. As easy as dancing. I want to be clear that we're talking about something much bigger than murder. Our planet is dying. You have two options. Stay here and die. Or try to save this planet by locating the demons who have planted themselves at various points in human history. Wait, what we have here isn't much. Please refrain from interrupting. Harris, your maverick instincts may serve you well in the field, but here it is very important that you listen. The future of our planet is at stake. Message received. It is believed that hunting these demons will put an end to the forces that put our planet in such jeopardy. The demons have intervened during pivotal historical moments. I mentioned the war during 1914 Old Calendar. There was a major bombing that occurred during September 2001 Old Calendar. A dangerous president was elected in November 2016 Old Calendar. The demons have entered our world during moments in which something very serious was at stake. But aren't we just as responsible? What do you mean? Look, I'm no expert in quantum theory, but surely our long history of genocides, mass murder, and squandering our planet's resources would have played out regardless of the demons intervening. That's a very good point, Ramirez. And you may be right. And then there's the fact that if we changed history by ridding ourselves of the demons, we may not even be here. One tiny blip in time and suddenly our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandparents may not have met or been born. Yeah! How do you account for that? Let's say we go back in time and change history. Wouldn't we disappear? Not necessarily. This timeline, the one we exist in, would still remain. Regardless of our intervention... So what's the point of going back in time if all the bad things that happen are still going to happen to us? It is only a theory, but the belief is that our timeline would retain its key historical events, but everything would change for the better. That any intervention in the past would allow all of us to still exist. It would create several alternate timelines. Uh, better timelines. Timelines that we could not inhabit. Oh, you'd be inhabiting them. But you'd be taking on the memory of multiple timelines. There may, however, be side effects. Now she tells us. Your toolbox. 
which should prove impregnable against the portals, contains all the documentation and tools you will need. So are you in? Uh, will we change? You may lose certain feelings like compassion and understanding, but you will get to enjoy avocado toast and coffee. I don't know if that's a decent trade-off. Our data indicates that the next portal will open tomorrow morning. You are presently equipped with temperamental rations and memory injections that will sustain you on your... Bubbles, get down! Get down! Guys, Chameleon! Get down with the tyrant! Move, move, move! Get them! Take them out! Take them out! Die, Chameleon scum! Why? No! Go, go, go! It's supposed to open! Die, Chameleon scum! Die, Chameleon scum! Taking fire! That must be our ticket! No! Wait! Down with tyrants! You aren't ready! Yo, if we have less than three weeks to live, are you thinking what I'm thinking, Harris? Kill those bastards! Ready you are! Go! Die, Cavalian! Down with the tyrants! Boom, boom, boom! Boom, boom, boom! Get them! Get Take them out! No! No! Die, Cavalian scum! No! No! Die, Cavalian scum! Ah! You've been listening to The Demon Hunters, Episode 9 of The Gray Area. It was written and directed by Edward Champion. Charlie Sococcio appeared as Ramirez. Michael Saldati appeared as Harris. Rachel Matusiewicz appeared as The Instructor. Carol Jacob Bannis appeared as The Voice. Graham Rowett appeared as The Guard. David Perez Rabada appeared as Classmate Number 1. Sam Mercer appeared as Classmate Number 2. Emmanuel Webb appeared as Classmate Number 3. Glenn Bolthuis appeared as Scientist Number 1. Liz Fodor appeared as Scientist Number 2. Alistair Mackey appeared as Scientist Number 3. Pete Lutz appeared as the Demon. And Glenn Belthuis, Liz Fodor, Alistair Mackey, Melissa Medina, Dylan Reed, and David Sinkus appeared as the Rebels. The associate producers were Morgan Corcoran and John Osborne. Sound design, editing, engineering, and mastering by a bald man in Brooklyn with a bowling average that is too embarrassingly low to report to the general public. Special thanks to Sasha Arnold, Kaz Benjamin, Christopher Bird, Emily Carding, Rebecca Carter, Christian Caminiti, Ron Charles, Kate Christensen, Morgan Corcoran, Adrian Davich, Samuel Delaney, Claudia Berenice Garza, Pam Getchell, Stephen Gillis, Jen Halpert, Daniel Handler, Gabby Jimenez, Argeria Cahayas, Eric Kraft, Pete Lutz, Casey Meyer, Russ Marshallick, Sheila McClure, Tanya Malayevich, Ayo Anatati, Tom Parsons, Amy Pavey, Mark Elliott Stein, Katie Stricker, Scarlett Thomas, Georgia Thompson, Tim Torre, James Wagner, Jack Ward, Dan Wicked, and anybody else I may have missed for their invaluable help, kindness, and feedback. We'd like to thank the Sonic Society for having us on its program. We've been a fan for years, and if you like what you have heard, you can go to grayareapod.com. That's G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A-P-O-D.com. We'll have 19 episodes running throughout the course of the year, and it's a very exciting second season. But until next time, wherever you are in the universe, be good to yourself and kind to others. Thank you so much for listening. And that's this week's show. Please check out the show notes so you know where to subscribe to The Grey Area from our website at sonicsociety.org. So from all of us here at The Sonic Society, please be safe until we see you again here next week. I'm David Alt, And I'm Jack Ward. Take care, folks.
Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production.